Jason, thank you for joining us. Um, we have currently we have four hands raised here. We're going to start with these questions, and I'll encourage people to do the little hand raised toggle if you want to ask a question during this. We're going to start with Mike Reese, followed by Mike Giardi. Go ahead, Mike Reese. Thanks, Stacy. Jason, how are you today? I'm doing well. How about yourself? Doing well, thank you. Now, just from the perspective of a defensive back, I wanted to ask you about Stefan Gilmore and Devin McCordy. Um, from your perspective, what makes them top players at their position? Yeah, uh, before I say that, I just wanted to address um, throughout this COVID, it's been awesome to be back in the building. I guess it kind of goes uh, unnoticed, but uh, different people uh, in our building from our football operations, uh, to the people in our dining room, to the people in the equipment room, trainers. Uh, there's been so many people that have gone above and beyond to kind of make this season happen. I mean, the things that we have going on in our building from spacing uh, to the chefs and everybody in the back, cooking every meal uh, for each individual, personally packaging it. Uh, there's been a lot of people that have probably worked overtime and done double of what they do on every other year. So I just wanted to kind of shout them out and, and kind of and uh, just talk a little bit about what they've done uh, to make training camp happen for us. Uh, a lot of that doesn't go. Uh, no one kind of knows it. No one speaks about it. But there's been a lot of people uh, within our building that have taken on multiple jobs uh, than what they typically do. Uh, but uh, to move on in regards to Dev and Steph, uh, you're talking about two of the best players at their position in the league. And, um, two guys that have been doing it for a very long time. I'll uh, speak of Gilly first, um, getting here in 18, being able to be around him. Obviously, everybody knows a quiet guy. We call him kind of the quiet assassin. Uh, he's a guy that he's one of the most competitive guys I've been around. I mean, he doesn't want to let guys catch passes on him and walk through. And he takes that demeanor uh, onto the field each and every day. And he's just such a competitor. He works on his craft. Uh, and me and him talk football all the time. What, who a guy he may be going against that week, what he has, and uh, just talking about that. But I think what makes Gilly as good as he is is just uh, his ability to compete, play in and play out, and to really take it personal every time somebody catches the ball. And I think with Dev, uh, two kind of opposite personalities. Dev's a guy that never shuts up. Uh, he's always talking, and I think that's part of what makes him uh, such a good safety and such a good leader on our team. He's a guy who can line everybody up. Uh, on the defensive side of the ball, he can, uh, you see his Sunday speeches before the game, he can pull out every bit of uh, ability and motivation out of every guy. And uh, he takes that onto the field. And obviously, uh, from a skill set standpoint, he's a cornerback who transitioned to safety. So he understands uh, so much of the pass game and so much of the challenges uh, that we face when offenses are trying to attack us. Our next question, Mike Giardi, followed by Jim McBride. Jason, happy belated birthday. Sorry you have to share it with that other guy. Uh, appreciate that. Uh, just kind of piggybacking off your opening statement with regards to all that's gone on at the facility, both you and your brother were pretty outspoken about wondering how this was going to work and if it was even possible. Um, we heard from your former teammate, Jamie Collins, a few days ago saying, just because the opt-out date is over doesn't mean that's over. I'm just curious about where your head is at now after being in the facility for over a week and or yeah, about a week and, and and how you feel about everything yeah uh obviously um there's a pandemic going on there's a lot that we don't know and a lot of steps that we're taking and we're continuing to learn each and every day uh, about the coronavirus there's just so much uh, uncertainty that comes to it uh, as far as 
uh, I'm concerned. I never, and I think uh, me and Dev have both spoke a lot about uh, our stance on everything that goes on. Uh, I don't think either one of us ever, ever thought about actually opting out. Uh, the opt-out itself um, just wasn't worth it. I think uh, for us, the love of the game and the ability uh, to go out there, we didn't really have uh, a lot of issues that other people had, whether it was newborn kids, whether it was uh, things that put them in high risk or close family members that put them in high risk. Uh, so for us, it was strictly from a family standpoint. We felt that uh, it was worth it to give it a try and see what, what what we were up against and being able to come into the building, seeing the things that would be done. And I think we thought it was necessary to go through that process. And I think us, uh, like anybody uh, in our society right now, if there was something that was at an extremely high risk to you or your family, of course, you wouldn't continue to do it if you could stop it. But I think for all of us right now playing uh, that are in our building, I can't speak for everybody, but I think uh, we're comfortable with the uh, protocols and the measures that have been taken. And I think uh, all of us are in this thing together and it takes all of us being responsible, uh, doing the right things, properly spacing for, out from one another, wearing our masks. Uh, when we're around each other. So I think as long as we do those things, uh, we'll be okay. But like I said in the beginning, there's a lot of uncertainty. There's a lot of unknown. So I think we're all just taking it day by day and we're figuring this thing out as it comes. Just a quick follow-up on that. You're all in it together. As veterans, you sit down some of the young kids and say, look, this is totally different. We gotta be, you gotta be in your own bubble here. If we're gonna make this work, this is how it has to happen. Yeah, and I don't even think, I think, it's just not only veterans to young guys. Uh, young guys probably have gone through uh, instances where maybe they have been affected or family members that have been affected. Uh, I don't even think we have to as veterans make sure we're sitting down telling young guys. I think we all understand the severity of this because guys have been impacted directly or indirectly uh, through this over the past several months. Uh, none of us have been immune. It's not like uh, the older we are, the wiser. Everybody's made mistakes and everybody's had impact uh, with this uh, with this virus, whether it's uh, somebody directly in your family, whether it's somebody you know. So I think we all are well aware of uh, the variables that, that are going on right now. And it's just up to us to make those correct decisions in those moments of weakness. Uh, I think right now being in training camp makes it a little bit easier. Uh, as you know, coach is old school, so we're up here all day. Uh, and I think that makes it a little easier to just kind of keep us in a bubble. And uh, it's training camp. So I think all of us are focused on football and we're focused on getting better right now. Thank you. Next question, Jim McBride, followed by Andrew Callahan. Uh, hi, Jason. Uh, just uh, I know you guys have lost a couple of safeties this year, and you've kind of flirted with that position in the past. I'm wondering if you'd be open to a position switch uh, at this stage of your career. Uh, I think uh, myself, like many others on this team, uh, I think I heard Tooney say uh, something of that nature before. Uh, whatever we can do uh, to make this team go, to uh, make us as, as, as good of a team as we possibly can, to at some point as we continue to progress when Sundays show up uh, to win games, I think we're all open to that and we're trying to make the team uh, the best team that we possibly can. So for myself personally, uh, whether whatever position I'm playing, whatever I can do uh, on the field, off the field, uh, to make the New England Patriots a better team, uh, I'm always open and willing to do so. Thank you. Next question, Andrew Callahan, followed by Bob Sosi. Hey, Jason, it's good to see you. Thanks for taking the time today. No um, I just want to ask you about uh, practice. You know, I'm sure there were kings to work out today. Offense, defense had some good plays both. But uh, what stood out to you on the field now that you're at full speed, and what, what were some of the highs and lows? Uh, I probably got to go back and watch the tape and really see. I think a lot of things are moving fast right now. and You're so focused on what's coming up next. 
Uh, but I think the biggest takeaway is that uh, we're a team that we still need to make a lot of improvements and we still need to focus on just getting better uh, each and every uh, day we take the field. It's been a while uh, since we've all been on the field, since we've played football, since we've actually gone against each other. I know for myself, I've been training over these past several months, obviously, earlier in the offseason, rehabbing and doing those things. Uh, but today was the first day you actually lined up against another person and covered them, and there's balls being thrown and everything. So I think there's a lot of growth uh, that'll take place on our team, and this is a starting point that everybody's uh, on an even playing field throughout the entire league. So I think the biggest thing that stood out is uh, there's still a lot of improvement that needs to take place. And as always, each time there's a new year, there's a lot of new faces uh, so there's going to be uh, chemistry that needs to be built and continuity that needs to be built. So I think this stage is just a lot of fun. You know, this is when it's most exciting. You're excited uh, to go out there, to go out there and compete uh, with your guys on your side of the ball to compete against the guys on the other side. Uh, we're not in those dog days of camp yet. So uh, right now it's just a lot of fun to get out there to compete. Thanks, man. Our next question, Bob Sosi, followed by Alex Barth. Thanks, Stacey. Hi, Jason. How are you? Doing well. Good. You're one of the guys on the team who went through the lockout year, and, and Bill's talked about similarities and differences because of the shortened preseason training camp and, and not having the spring together on the field. How did that experience inform your preparation, your training for this training camp? And along with that, uh, as a follow-up, how, how important has Moses Cabrera been? What can you say? You talked at the top about people who have gone above and beyond. I'm curious the way he was able to tailor workout plans to individuals, all of whom had different sets of circumstances, equipment, facilities, et cetera. Yeah, I'll start on the back end. I think with Mo, uh, I feel like the best thing he did for us is just being available uh, throughout the offseason. Obviously, uh, we had an offseason program, so we had uh, our plan with lifts and runs and all of that. And uh, like you said, it's been it's been so uh, individualized for each guy, depending upon where you are, where you're able to go to a gym, are you at home, just di different circumstances for so many people across the country. And I think what Mo was able to do is just be available for us, whether it was a phone call, a text message, a FaceTime of, hey, this is the stuff I'm dealing with. Uh, what are the best workouts you think I should be doing? Hey, I don't have a full length field. Uh, I have this amount of yardage what's a good workout for me to do this throughout the course of this week. So I think uh, just being able to be available, I think was huge for us where guys could lean on him uh, for that instruction uh, and, and just that, uh, that teaching, I think throughout the entire off season. And uh, just as far as the lockout, I think for us, if, if me, Dev, Slate, Jules, some of the older guys, if you were a part of the lockout, it kind of shows your age. And I think in doing so, you've kind of learned what your body needs uh, to be able to get ready for uh, an upcoming season. So I think for us, our seasoned guys, uh, you were able, even without being able to be in the facility, you were able to gauge, hey, this is where I kind of need to be at from a conditioning standpoint. This is maybe where I need to be, what I need to be eating, where my weight needs to be, uh, the type of conditioning and running I need to be doing throughout the course of the offseason. So I think that kind of gave us that guide. And I think wherever we kind of lacked or didn't have that, uh, we had Moses, we had different guys to be able to call on within the organization uh, to be able to get whatever it was we needed. So I think that's been uh, huge. And I just think guys who've gone through the lockout, there's just a level of comfort uh, because you've been here. Uh, but as you know, the last time I went through a, lo a lockout, uh, I was in my 20s. I was young. I was still learning now. Uh, it's a totally different ball game. So I think just knowing your body and preparing uh, has given us a little bit of an advantage in that, in that round. I appreciate it. Thanks. I'll apologize to those. Uh, after, we're going to make Alex Barth the last question here. Um, uh, we have a hard stop at 12.15. Go ahead, Alex. Hey, Jason. Happy belated. I remember, 
I remember when you first got here, you and Devin talking about how special it was to play together, going through and then winning the Super Bowl together. You guys get to celebrate your birthday together yesterday at training camp. And I'm just wondering, you know, going on your third year playing together, do you ever wake up and it still hits you like, wow, I'm playing NFL football with my brother? Or has it kind of set in and become a normal thing yet? No, for sure. Um, I think because of uh, when we were able to do it in our careers, uh, you try to cherish uh, each and every one of those moments. Uh, I think, like you said yesterday, being able to celebrate our 33rd birthday, uh, being able to do that together with the kids, with the wives, uh, it makes it special because at the end of the day, um, this is my 12th year. This is Dev's 11th year. You don't know how many more uh, training camps you're going to have where you're spending your birthday there. So I think you try to treasure those moments uh, because you know uh, as the days stack, it's probably fewer and fewer moments uh, as we're both on the back end of our career. So I do think uh, each and every day we get a chance to come in the building together and be able to, whether it's talk trash at the offense together or eating breakfast or lunch, uh, you try to make the most of those moments because you know uh, they're dwindling away little by little. Awesome. Thank you. Jason, thank you very much for the time. Uh, no I'm sorry to those that we didn't get to.